Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Teachers are stressed, underpaid, and dealing with extraordinary circumstances. Are they the next profession to get hit by the great resignation? I'm Roger Chang. This is your Daily Charge. With me to talk about this is CNN senior reporter Antonio Ruiz Camacho. Welcome, Antonio. Thanks, Roger. Happy to be here. So you've got a fascinating story that looks at some of the factors that could shape up to be a catalyst for a mass defection among teachers. What did you find? Uh, well, I, I talked to several teachers and experts, and what I found is that many of them, many teachers uh, who are really in love with their profession um, are considering leaving for the first time, uh, and they are dealing with circumstances that obviously the COVID has compounded. Yeah, and, and we've heard a lot about the Great Resignation, and there are just millions of workers who are leaving their jobs or switching to new jobs, especially as the demand for qualified employees explodes. Like, has that happened with teacher ranks? Are teachers actually quitting yet? There's a lot of anecdotal. Uh, information out there that might point to that. There, there, there's even a couple news stories about how teachers are quitting and other industries are quick to hire them. Uh, if you talk to teachers, they will tell you that they have never seen so many colleagues actually leaving or considering quitting at the end of the school year. Uh, but the experts that I talked to uh, said that there's actually no empirical data uh, to suggest that teachers are actually quitting in higher numbers so far. So far is a key word. I mean, I think from the conversations you've had, like there, I think there is some consensus that the risk of this happening is pretty high, right? Yes, everybody. I mean, even those experts who are most skeptical about this, this trend uh, told me that this year it can be different because the economy is different. Uh, the labor market's very tight, um, so teachers could have better chances to find a job in a different industry than before. Um, at the same time, because we don't have data, uh, it's it's hard to know right now. So, but right. everybody thinks that this year it could be different. Uh, and and just to, it seems obvious, but it'd be great to sort of state like what are the consequences if we do see teachers quit in mass well the the bottom line is that students will likely be taught by somebody who has less experience mm-hmm. in the classroom or or who has no experience at all maybe even somebody who's not qualified to be a teacher um, at the same time if you see more teachers living in, in a in a school uh Parents who are worried about their kids' education might choose to send them to a private school or to homeschool them. Uh, And in the long run, fewer people will want to become a teacher. Uh, They will want 
to avoid a profession that lacks respect and that is not well paid. Yeah, and I want to dive into that issue a little bit because you, you talked to a number of these teachers. I'm curious what, what they said about this, the the, the conflict, the, the internal conflict they must be that must be playing out with them, right? Because as you said, many of them love their profession, but they've sort of been, they're hit, or they're basically moved past their breaking point. Yeah, I, I, I want listeners to, to think about their past two years. Like everybody's kind of like burnout after right. two years in, in the pandemic, right? But if, if you think about teachers, they have faced the pandemic from a very, very uh, unique circumstance. They, they, they had to go back and forth between remote learning and in-person learning, added demands, dealing with kids, uh, wearing masks, not wearing masks, being in contact with the virus every day. Uh, well, you and I have been working from home more safely than a teacher who has to go to a classroom. So everybody's burned out. But the problem is that every a lot of teachers were already facing burnout before the pandemic. So COVID has just things, made things everything worse. Yeah, that's a great point that the, there were already a lot of issues there, right? Like teachers were already facing what stagnant pay, uh, just it seems like increasing demands from them, right? For over 50 years, we have been adding more responsibilities to teachers. Uh, what experts told me was that, I don't know, a few decades ago, uh, we only cared about the progress of a few kids, kids who, uh, who had all the support that they had at home. Now, the, the expectation for teachers is that they help all the kids get up to speed, that everybody does well at school. Uh, and with that has come a lot of additional responsibilities, but uh, the salaries that they make uh, or the salaries that they have have not really improved according to the added responsibilities or to the amount of money that we are investing in education. Most of that money has gone to other parts of education, not to salaries. Yeah, that's a great point because it feels like we spend more and more on education, but it, it doesn't seem like the teachers get a lot of because we, we just hear about how they're chronically underpaid. And, and I know salary isn't the only factor when it comes to some of the stresses that teachers are facing. Um, I, I'm curious, like you, and this is an interesting aspect of your story. You kind of looked at how you know, in, in a in a situation where the model of being a teacher hasn't really changed for for decades, uh, and you know the like you said, more and more responsibilities are being thrown on top of them. There are some folks out there, some programs out there that are experimenting with ways to address this. I'm curious what what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I mean, just for context, if you think about your 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 job or many people's jobs, think about how you were doing your job. I don't know, ten years ago, folks who are older, how their profession looked like twenty years ago, and how it looks now. It's completely different. For teachers, it's basically the same. It's one teacher in one classroom in front of twenty, twenty-five kids, thirty, depending on the school. Uh, and, and they are on their own. Uh, what many of these organizations experimenting with new ways uh, to approach the role of teachers are doing is they are putting them in teams uh, where 
I don't know, instead of one teacher responsible for 25 teachers, they have a team of four teachers responsible for 100 kids. Uh, so they can, they can split responsibilities. If, if you are good at communicating with parents and I am great at creating activities for class, then we can share those trends and they are working together uh, teaching all these kids instead of just one. This is just an example. Many of the organizations uh, experimenting with new formats are basically doing that, uh, walking away from the one classroom, one teacher, uh, traditional uh, staff um, model and experimenting with teams. And I'm curious if that's, has any of that con gotten traction or are these still kind of isolated experiments right now? Well, most of the schools and most of the teachers across the country are still teaching in the old traditional uh, model. But mm -hmm. what, what these organizations have found is that uh, teachers in these new formats uh, are likely to stay longer in their profession. They are getting paid more. And students in these new formats are scoring higher in tests than in traditional formats. Got it. Uh, and and another aspect you were looking or exploring was, you know, the, the issue of pay and increasing pay and in that it wasn't necessarily just give everyone more money. There was actually some thought put into like what we should actually do. What did, what did some of the experts you talked to say? Well, I mean, many of them say that it would be great for all teachers across the board to have higher salaries just because compared to what they do and compared to the education and certification requirements that are needed to become a teacher are on par with other professions that make more money. Uh, right. But what they said, some of, what some of the experts said was that actually increasing salaries across the board was not enough to address the the problem of more teachers leaving or fewer people wanting to become a teacher. Uh, what they propose is to actually increase salaries uh, in some specific areas, like teachers uh, who are teaching math or science, which are prof uh, um, areas where it's harder to find uh, teachers, uh, yep. special ed, English learners, uh, or English for English learners. And also they suggest that schools uh, from underserved communities uh, should be paying their teachers more because it's actually harder to, to find teachers who want to work in these schools. And the actual opposite happens right now. Like teachers tend to gravitate toward schools where there, there is more money, basically. Right, right. More affluent neighborhoods, uh, more resources. That, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, well, I mean, we'll we'll see if these uh, solutions are take hold. Uh, I guess uh, bottom line from from what you've been talking or from the conversations you've had with those teachers and some of the experts, like, is the Great Resignation coming for teachers? I hope not. <laughs> As a parent, I hope not either, because that's that's a scary, scary thought. Yeah. Um... We will only find out in the fall because that's when states will report their actual numbers from this school year. Uh, 
as I said, I hope not. My my concern is that if it actually happens, uh, schools and school districts and states in charge of public education are usually very slow at reacting yeah. to these yeah. uh, uh, issues. So if it happens, next school year is not going to be great at many schools. Right, right. Well... Thanks, Antonio, for digging into this issue. You can check out his full story at cnet.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>